Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Six eight seven zero seven zero zero. Well, that was fast. On Saturday, Miss USA said healthcare was a privilege. Here we are on Tuesday, and now she says healthcare is a right. I guess she just got tired of all that harassment she was getting on social media. Yeah, we'll talk about that, and we also talk about guns with Jerry Hutchins from Defender Outdoors. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us on social media, you know that social media that probably been dragging on and on on Miss USA for the past couple of days. Yeah, that's social media. If you want to connect with Trend Chat, just go to Trend Chat 24-7, type it in on whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and it's all the same name across all the social media platforms. And also, I write for politichicks.com. If you want to read some of my articles, um, my most recent article was at the NRA annual meetings. And also, having the podcast on Politichicks every week. And so, if you want to go to my 
author link. It is politics.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe. And I do want to mention this right now, that the founding project, I definitely would encourage everyone to go to their Facebook page. Just search the founding project on Facebook, and they are taking civics to citizens. That is a great segue to, to bring up Miss USA, because I think this is a example of not really understanding civics, or at least one way or another. Because, as I said in the beginning, on Saturday, Miss DC, who is now Miss USA, said during the question and answer something. Well, I, I I didn't watch it, so <laughs> I just heard about it, and everyone's been talking about it since then. It might have been Saturday or Sunday. Now I said Saturday. I don't even remember which day it was. It might have been one of those days in the weekend. So, but she said that healthcare was a privilege. And she also said she doesn't consider herself a feminist. And those were the two answers that just blew up where the liberals just lost their collective minds all over. I'm, yeah. And like I said, I'm pretty sure they just been in constant harass mode ever since. And, um, since she said that, and I'm, this goes back to talking about the founding project, because to say one thing just a couple of days ago and then totally do a 180 now, I would just say that maybe you don't really understand civics, or at least don't you don't understand one way or another, because at least take a stand on one side, at least that much. Um, even if I would disagree. <laughs> so, but that's what I, well, I was just thinking about that. And as far as the founder project, cause this whole situation kind of brought me back to thinking about what they're trying to do as far as educating everyone as, as what it means to be a citizen of this country. And I would say from just learning from them and just learning about the constitution declaration of independence that at least you would probably be more sure as far as what you believe as when it comes to these issues like health care um or or whatever issue that you are advocating for so yeah so i guess i will go a little more into this because um it's I remember when it first started going around on Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. And like I said, progressives, liberals just going off, just like how dare she say that healthcare is a privilege and, you know, because they believe it's a right and whatnot. And just for anyone listening, if you are confused, I believe that it is a privilege. It is not a right. You do not have a right to have someone else provides you a service that's called slavery. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm pretty sure by saying that, like, how dare you call it, call it that? No, that's what it is. If I'm required to provide you something, like required, like if I don't do it, I go to jail. Okay. I mean, it kind of goes back to, you know, 
as far as talking about taxation and stuff and, and whatnot. So, but even in talking about health care just in itself, you are making someone provide a service to you. And, you know, we could also go down the road as far as, um, as far as the um, terms and basically if you want to make it like the whole single payer system and universal health care or what, whatnot. And I mean, I'm pretty sure the same people that were upset with Mrs. USA saying that it was a privilege. I'm pretty sure they were the same people that believe in universal health care and single payer to, to the point to where if that's the case, if everyone is just guaranteed this um, service, then, um, well, I would say, well, one is not insurance. So definitely don't, don't call it that. <laughs> So, um, but I just want to make that clear if, if people were confused, I don't know why you would, would be confused, but I just want to make that clear. And, you know, when I was seeing all the posts and, you know, everybody, as far as being conservative was on the conservative side, I would say, all right, she's, she's a great conservative. <laughs> Um, and basically want to put her on Fox News, give her own show or something. <laughs> and she's going to be the next great conservative because, you know, she's the Miss USA and all that. And, and, and like I said, on the other side, they was just lamenting the, the fact that how could this young black woman say such a thing? <laughs> and for me, I mean, I posted one article about saying that you know she's black beautiful brilliant and this is why the left hates her and i posted that and that was all i was going to post <laughs> and it's not like i'm going to take that down because it's all still true <laughs> um regardless if she attracted this statement that she made and like i said i didn't post anything else because the same reason that I, you know, that I didn't post anything else, you know, just or just making status, uh, status updates saying that she's like, like the next great conservative or, or whatnot. I mean, because I didn't know her. So, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't know anything about her. A week ago, I would not even not know her name. Like someone will mention, like I'm trying to remember her name now, uh, Carl McCullough, I think. I'm not, but uh, like, I would have never had any thought about who she was or who Miss DC was or or who Miss USA was, you know, uh, five days ago. So because of one night making a couple of comments that were conservative leaning. <laughs> I wasn't going to just all of a sudden like, okay, she's, she's it. This is, you know, she is the next great conservative, you know, speaker. And let's put her on the, on the circuit and have a go around the country talking about all conservative principles. And she is the new leader and, and all that, you know, and it also I was thinking, you know, given that this is on Tuesday, I was thinking about coming on um, yesterday because in my mind, for the same reason why I didn't post all these things 
hailing her as the something great. I also didn't know if she was going to stick to the comment or not for the same reason. I don't know who she, I don't know her. I don't know who, who she is. So, <laughs> um, I, I was thinking on Monday, I'm like, maybe, you know, if I was doing a show on Monday, I would have said before this would have came out on Tuesday, but it's, it's late now. She had already said it. So now me saying this kind of seems like, oh, well, you just saying that because, but I've said this before about anyone that makes, you know, a one-time right-leaning comment or have a, a, a right-leaning moment of some sort is, you know, hold on. <laughs> Just hold on. Let's learn something about the person before and give it some time. Let, um, let he or she make some more statements, get more, you know, get some more details about what they believe. And, and so that's why I was saying as far as her sticking to the comment, because we've seen that a number of times before too. Someone will say something that, um, that, you know, we on the right would like, and we like, all right, great. And then, you know, on the other side, they, they're getting this barrage of tweets, negative tweets, you know, vicious tweets. People call them all sorts of names and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? A person <laughs> comes out with a tweet or some post or whatnot saying like, oh, well, I didn't mean it that way. Or I or just totally retract the whole statement or just say something, <laughs> say something like, well, I was taken out of context or whatever, whatever you want to put into it. And, um, and I was just thinking like, well, I, we'll see if she will, um, if she really believes what she said, <laughs> what she said on, on this, um, past weekend. Cause we'll, you'll find out real quick because they're, she's going to get a lot, a lot of, um, you know, attacks, um, uh, on social media or just in mainstream media, people are just going to, um, but liberals, just, uh, liberals are just going to automatically call her dumb you know she's a nazi or whatever <laughs> regardless if she's black so and um and, and i'll you know a lot of this is coming from especially coming from a lot of other black people saying this to her and you know with all that that's gonna that happen around her you're gonna find out if she really believed that or not or if she really cares enough to uh, about the about that issue that's you know if it's really important to her to not change her statement, it just depends on how, you know, where she's coming from. And like, you know, you'll find out real fast about not, and we're not talking about just with Miss USA. Talk about the next person that, that this happens to. Like they make some sort of comment that's, you know, sounds like a conservative argument <laughs> and that goes against, you know, it, like, like I say, it don't even have to be a conservative comment, really, or con, like a or conservative moment. It can just be a moment that questions liberal or progressive policies. Like, you know, that was one thing I was thinking. I wasn't going out saying that she's a conservative because, I, like I say again, I don't know her. <laughs> so she could just be questioning health care policy. That might be the only thing that's really conservative about him. I mean, I don't know. And so, and so when you're having all, all this going on around her. And so 
you would really find out if if she's going to stick with it and go on or not. And we found out today that is it is or not as she has uh, retracted her statement, you know, saying that it is that healthcare is a right now. And, you know, this is uh, just another example of why you have a lot of black people who, and like I said, again, I'm not, say, not saying they're conservative, but they are just questioning liberal progressive policies. And that's kind of what the question I mentioned to a number of, of people when I was at CPAC, when I talked to Lawrence, Billy Jones, Antonia and, um, and others. And that's something I mentioned to them. That was, it was a question that I asked them and, you know, this tends, this is the, the cycle that how it goes. And if someone just is somewhat critical of, you know, progressive policies, this is basically the course that it goes down. The person is beat down to whether to the person is either more resolute and they're just, you know, dig their, dig their heels in and, and continue on. And I guess and grow more in in their statements, and whether they just come out and say, "Well, yes, I am a conservative," or just not even saying that I'm an independent at least, or or at the very least, just saying like, I just ha- I just don't agree with a lot of these uh, progressive policies that's been going on in my community for fifty some odd years. So. But like I said, this is kind of the the cycle that kind of goes for a lot of, especially a lot of black people that have these sorts of moments. And, you know, even though, you know, I, I disagree that with people who maybe have these questions at least and because of what they seen happen to people like Miss USA or just any other person um that they know you know maybe someone that they that they know personally and they just decide to be quiet because they don't want to deal with the with all the um attacks from like i said not from just people on twitter or just uh liberals but also black people in general and a lot of times it would be people that black people that you know will all of a sudden will, will just turn on you like get right how in the world can you can you you know believe that and just call you all sorts of names <laughs> but um you know if you i kind of go back if you're not sure about what you believe in especially if it's something that yeah especially if it's something that is against a, a progressive policy or any sort of you know, whether it's like I said, whether it's healthcare or you know gun control or um, uh, uh, housing, I'm just trying to think of things right now off the top of my head. But I'm, th- I'm regardless of the issue, if it's something that is not the status quo amongst, um, I would say ninety percent of 
the black community. And I, when I say that, I'm talking about the 90 percent that vote Democrat. You're in, you're in, you're in, you're in, and you're out, and you're out. <laughs> and um, and if you're not sure about that different view, um, <laughs> then you might want to just you might want to think about it, and and really understand where you're going where you're coming from because you're going to get all of this uh, to a smaller degree but you're going to get it <laughs> and um and unfortunately it's a it's a very you know successful tactic because a lot of people will see this you know a lot of black people will see what happens and they're like well you know if you don't if you're not that um that sure about it, or it's, like I said before, if it's not that important to you, and like I said again, I would disagree. I was I would say that it is important, um, but if that person don't see it as important to them to to stand up and advocate for, um, and I'm not gonna say like conservative principles, just um, principles outside of progressive policies, you know. But, you know, a lot of people just tend to, I, I would say, just took tail and run, I guess, in a, in a way, just they, they don't want to deal with that because, I mean, why bother? I, I mean, I'm not really that into into that issue. I mean, I just have some questions about it. But, I mean, if you <laughs> if black people are going to go off on on someone for just having a question, then, you know, I can and I can see someone saying, well, what's the, you know, I'm not even going to bother. Um, and then they'll just be quiet and just go along. And a lot of times that thinking comes just because of the color of our skin. And like, well, you know, you know, well, if all these black people are, are, you know, for this, and even though I'm questioning what it is and, well, I'm just going to just go along because, you know, well, they're black. (laughs) And so, and, you know, there's a familial, I guess, sense to wanting to just make sure that you're going going along with the majority of of what the black community thinks, and and regardless if you don't think it's right or wrong, you still kind of go along with it just because you know, well, we got to stick together because we're black, man. And whatever, I, and I, I say it like that because I really can care less about that. <laughs> um, care less about whether you're black, white, or whatever. I'm, I'm more about joining with people who I share similar principles with more than anything. And whether that's politically or theologically, that's where I stand. I can care less about your color, and so. And so, yeah, that's that's how I I see it. But I, you know, obviously a lot do not see it that way, and that's where why we're at where we're at. And that's not just with the black community; that's also in just minorities in general. Because it's kind of the same thing to, to a little lesser degree in the Hispanic community. Because you have, in that sense, it's like seventy percent vote Democrat. So, so um. Now, 
I don't want to get too much into this. I mean, I do want to get to Jerry Hutchins and, and also want to get to talking about me getting my brand new Springfield Saint to, uh, well, yesterday. And um, that was great. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to just get to it now. <laughs> so uh, we got a chance to speak with uh, Jerry Hutchins, uh, Defender Outdoor. And um, like I said, I, I just received my new AR-15 and really am, you know, got a chance to take it out on the range. It was great. <laughs> um, looking forward to going back and getting some more training. And it's not, this all kind of goes into um, what what I was saying as far as when I left the NRA annual meetings as far as wanting to um, learn more about just being proficient basically with the firearms I already have, I would like to expand more into other firearms as well, but just even the ones that I have, I want to know, want to know more and train more with it and just being more proficient. So, uh, so that being said, here is uh, my interview with Jerry Hutchins. I am Bledsoe and I am here with the director of Defender Outdoors, Jerry Hutchins. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, like I mentioned on the podcast on Thursday, I am here at Defender Outdoor with my new Springfield Saint, and I have just gone through the process, and I actually just want to go through it with her as far as for anyone that maybe have thought about wanting to go through the process and kind of just want to maybe get some insight and just kind of help, help them out on it. So let me ask you, so... I purchased this online and then it came here. So kind of how did that go after I made the purchase? So when you make the purchase uh, of a firearm uh, online uh, or from another gun dealer, um, but you don't maybe live there or there's another FFL like us, which stands for Federal Firearms License, um, you can have it transferred um, to that FFL. Actually, you're required by law to have it transferred to an FFL, and then uh, you would come to our location. Uh, we would check your identification. Uh, we would, as soon as the gun is shipped to us and we receive it in, um, because we have to keep what's called a bound book, um, and we have to keep track and we have to keep records of all guns that come through our facility uh, that stay here for uh, over 24 hours. Okay, so we have to keep track of all those firearms, uh, and when uh, that is brought through our bound book, we then call you and let you know that your gun is ready to pick up. Uh, before we release the gun to you, you have to come to our facility. We have to check your ID. Um, you have to fill out what's called 4473 paperwork uh, for the ATF. And uh, if you are not a license to carry or a CHL holder, uh, then you are also subject to what we call a NICS check, uh, which is a federal background check. Um, and all of those things have to be processed and cleared uh, before we can give the firearm to you. But the good thing is Texas has a pretty good process for that. So I would tell people carve out, you know, an hour to an hour and a half uh, to do that. And then uh, if your next check comes back or if you're an LTC holder, you can, you can skip the background check. Uh, and you can be, you know, in and out of here with your firearm. But there are a lot of other states that require you to you know, fill out your paperwork and you have to leave it for three days or however many days, um, but we don't do that. We go ahead and background check and let you go on your way. Okay, because um, 
Now, for me, I am a license holder, so um, I was able to to get it. And even though I I messed up myself, but as far as not changing my address, because there are very particular things when it comes to picking up, you know, your firearm. And and also, I want to ask a question: Do you know like the history of why you have to go through like FFL dealers, or or where did that come from? I mean, there's, I don't know the exact history of how it all came to be, um, but I know that um, there there were some <clears throat> compromises um, in legislation at some point that kind of brought these processes into play. Um, it, it's, uh, the, it's the legislation's, the government's attempt to try to keep uh, records of firearms and, and firearms purchases and there are some things that um, that they haven't been able to to regulate yet you know um, you know left the left and, and the the gun control advocates are wanting to you know figure out how to regulate straw purchases and and things like that and they want this universal gun registry uh, you know and all that but um, no we just we just do. Uh, the process that we are told to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, now you mentioned to me about the saying in particular that you said, I, I guess, and I quote, you will love this gun. <laughs> oh, you will love that gun. <laughs> so, yes, you will. So uh, tell me about the saying. I mean, I, I, I spoke to Stephanie Reese back in the NRA meetings and um, <coughs> and she told me, you know, well, she's with Springfield, but I, let, you know, you tell me. The thing that I love about this particular firearm is um, I feel like the, the AR market was really missing the mark uh, when it came to uh, ARs for women. And uh, Springfield really hit it on the head. Now, don't get me wrong, this isn't a female AR. It's a, it's a very unisex AR. But uh, women have a tough time with that particular weapon system because they, they're very front heavy. And so if we have to hold them... For long periods of time, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get tired more quickly than maybe you would. Um, and so the thing that I love about the Saint is it's just a very light AR all the way around. Um, it's got a really great price point. Um, you, you ended up finding a really sweet deal on this one. Um, but re- really, the you know, a lot of the gun dealers are selling them for $900 to $950. And, and that doesn't sound very good, you know, but when I tell you the, the things that you get with it, it's pretty amazing. You know, you can go and buy a four or $500 AR, but by the time that you're done upgrading it and making it the way that you want to, you've got a fourteen or $1,500 AR. This one comes, you know, optics ready. So that's really the only thing, in my opinion, that you have to slap on it is a pretty good optic. Um, but other than that, I mean, it comes with, you know, Bravo Company Furniture Standard, um, which is very atypical. Um, it's got a rattle-free buttstock, great trigger. Um, I mean, I can shoot hole through hole, you know, with iron sights on this thing. So, it's a it's a really really robust AR for the price point, and and it, and that's exactly how Springfield wanted it. And um, they did a really good thing, in my opinion, by putting some heavy heavy marketing on on it to women. Um, I love it. Uh, I own one. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's actually, it's my favorite gun now. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. I was very skeptical when the rep came and told us about this. I was like, no way. Is this going to be an awesome AR? And it, it is just very, very kick-ass. Well, I will definitely find out for myself later on. And um, can't wait to get it on the range myself. So, But I want to ask you about Defender in general. So just give, just give us the history of Defender. 
So um, Defender was uh, the the brainchild of uh, seven different investors, and um, they put together a really good uh, management team, and they hired me. I was the the last person to be hired on the executive team um, because I had I was the only one that had done this before. So I've I've built five uh, luxury concept or country club concept ranges. Um, and so I had always wanted to live in Fort Worth, so I thought that this was going to be a really great opportunity for me. And um, I've, I've been here since the beginning. They hired me before groundbreaking ever even happened, about four months actually before groundbreaking. And I really wanted to be able to put a lot of creative energy into a facility like this and make it uh, the one-stop shop basically for everybody's gun needs. So we have a really incredible retail space with really excellent pricing. And we're able to, to get that pricing because we have a lot of buying power because we have a national.com with over 50,000 SKUs. So we have DefenderOutdoors.com and then we have DefenderOutdoorsShootingCenter.com. Um, and uh, we, so we're able to, to really give good prices on guns, good prices on ammo. And then I wanted to be able to do events and I wanted to be able to do training. And um, actually I just wrote a blog post um, that I'm going to release here in a few days. Uh, about um, how training has really kind of come into its own and how a lot of these gun tree club, these luxury gun range concepts are really taking training to a different level. Um, and we have a, right now we have a 14, cl a 14 class training academy um, that covers everything from I've never touched a gun before all the way up to um, your tactical classes where you're simulating duress, simulating injury, doing tactical reloads, dealing with malfunctions really quickly. Um, and, and it's really nice because we have, you know, male and female trainers and we're really, we're really experts on putting people on a really good path to training without you having to drive out in the middle of nowhere uh, and spend two or three days training with really expensive trainers. Um, and, and nobody really has, you know, a lot of people don't have time for that anymore. And so we're able to offer two and three and four hour classes. We even offer lunchtime classes, you know, and that's the great thing is we're not, you know, we're not subject to business hours. If we had a group of people, you know, like we get a lot of realtors in here. If we had a, a realtor group that said, you know, the only time that we can train is 7 a.m. on a Monday morning, I can do that. I've got keys to this place. I can train. Um, and so we can totally set that up and, and schedule it out. And so we, we're really good about working training around other people's schedules. And then from an event standpoint, you know, we just kick so much ass at being able to customize events for people, um, especially corporate events. Um, you know, we've just partnered with the CVB, the Convention and Visitors Bureau as well, um, to really do a lot of incredible corporate events. So Williamson Dickies is a huge client of ours. NBS, uh, Nation's Best Sports, is a huge client of ours. And we can customize events where we can bring out speed steel. We can do full auto. Um, they can do run and gun house clearing, you know, in our 3,000 square foot sim house. Um, we can, you know, we've got a huge laser shot room where we can do laser shot competitions. Um, and then we can even, you know, couple an event with a training where we can set up obstacles and we can let people go over the firing line and do some move and shoot training along with their event. Um, we train a lot of the police departments around Fort Worth, um, too. And so I really wanted this to be the most robust events facility uh, when it came to firearms that there could be ever. And we get people, we get groups that fly in and train here from all over the world. We've really become a tourist attraction for that. I mean, from all that you just said, I mean, that's definitely, that's a lot to take in. And I'm, <laughs> I would definitely love to, you know, I guess to see all of what all, 
that y'all have as far as I know you mentioned like you had a room like a, like a warehouse as far as um, like for training. We do. So we um, we can do training in a number of uh, in a number of resources that we have here. So um, we can do what we call over the firing line training, where we take the bays that you normally shoot, you know, behind the bench. Um, we shut those down and we set up obstacles over the firing line where people can actually move and shoot um, down there. But then we also have a, a simunition house uh, where we have Glocks that have been converted into. Um, sim glocks and so sim munition is exactly the same thing as ammunition it's the same brass same gunpowder same primer it comes out of the gun exactly the same um, the difference is that the projectile that's coming out is a perforated plastic instead of lead okay and I'll take you there so you can get some pictures um, but when it comes but but it, it so it's basically paintball on steroids and so we have classes in there um, we have one in particular called uh, personal protection survive in your home um, there's three points of entry into that house, uh, which is pretty typical for any home. And we can set you up to find someone already in your home when you get home. Uh, we can set you up to be home and somebody break into your house. So we have one of our other trainers that's in full body gear. You're in full body gear, face, chest gear, all that. Um, and you, you can see how quickly someone can actually get a shot off on you. Um, and and you, you don't even know that it's happening. So... A lot of people come into that class with a lot of preconceived notions that we end up kicking right out the front door. And then we take, we take you, we, we give you a clean slate, and we say, now we're going to teach you how to really react in a situation of duress. Because you have three different ways that you can react. You freeze, you flee, or you fight. Okay, And people who freeze are people who don't train, and people who freeze are people who die. Okay, and so we train you out of freezing and we show you where you can flee because that's a really great option. Okay, you don't always want to engage the threat. If you can get out, you want to get out. But if you have no choice but to stand and fight, we want to show you how you can take cover, where to hide, how to engage the threat, how to disarm the threat if you have if you've injured them or how to assess if they're dead um, safely, things to say on the 911 call, and then we even coach you on your civil, criminal, and financial liabilities under the law so that you're prepared for what happens after the bang. Wow. That's definitely some very intense training and definitely training that is needed, you know, um, across the board. So now I wanted to bring up one other thing um, that you are the what the fifth board member of Empowered. I am. So by, you know, a friend of the show, Antonia Okafor. And and we, you know, we've interviewed her a number of times. And one thing, congratulations. And um, how do you get involved with uh, Empowered? Um, Antonia came to me uh, last year for uh, some training. Um, she was getting, um, you know, actually, it's a very funny story. She, she actually wanted to work here. Uh, she wanted to work at Defender, and um, I interviewed her, and I, I saw all of the things that, that she was getting invited to do and the shows that she was doing and the Blaze and Fox News, and I said, you know, you're not going to have time to work here. <laughs> I said, you really need to take those opportunities and um and that's kind of how we left it and then she she ended up coming back to me and going god you were totally right <laughs> you were totally right about that and um but she did come to me for some training and education which which was really good on her part because the worst thing that you can do is is go on a talk show or go on some of these big uh you know mainstream news channels 
and uh, have a good heart and have every good intention and believe in what you believe in, but not be educated. And uh, she didn't feel like she knew enough about guns. She didn't feel like she was trained enough yet to be able to answer a lot of the questions that she'd be faced with. So she came and trained with me. And um, then when she decided that she wanted to launch Empowered, uh, she came to me and said, I really want you to be on the board. Um, I want you to be our training chair. Um, that way that when we're going out and we're spanning out around these college campuses, we can actually uh, you know, have a trainer on our board that knows um, you know, all kinds of different training. Because even though Empowered is, is heavy about the gun and heavy about campus carry, we also understand that there are a number of students that aren't old enough to do that yet. Um, you know, you're going to have to be a junior or senior in college before you can even worry about that. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to be a better, we wanted to not only be about campus carry, but we wanted to be a resource for students to say, okay, well then I'm 19 or I'm 18 or I'm 20, what's my pathway to training? And we can offer them um, hands-on self-defense training. We can offer them uh, close quarters combat training, which is just a fancy way to say I can kick someone's ass in a small space, okay? But, we, but when you're going on planes, trains, and buses, okay, you really want to know how to do that. Um, and then we can offer them non-lethal weapons training. We educate them on things like um, coubatons and Kimber that makes a great pepper spray gun that's double action, uh, I'm sorry, double barreled, um, has a safety on it, looks like a gun, so it's going to confuse um, your perpetrator. They're going to have to think for a second as to whether or not that's really a gun. Um, it's uh, not, uh, it's non-lethal, but it, it's got a really high grade um, pepper spray in it that's liquid. Because a lot of times when you're, when you're carrying pepper spray on your keychain, you run the risk of debilitating yourself from backdraft. Um, because it's an aerosol, right? And any woman that's ever sprayed them, accidentally sprayed themselves in the face with hairspray, they know what I'm talking about, right? But this is a liquid, and it actually shoots out 13 feet at 97 miles an hour. Um, so you can actually, you know, engage someone at a pretty, uh, at a pretty good distance and still come out on top. So we want to be a resource for all students, not just students that are old enough to carry a firearm, um, but we want to advocate for those students to be able to carry a firearm. But but not only do we want them to be able to do that. We want them to have the proper education in order to be able to safely uh, and, and safely, effectively uh, do that because that's the huge leftist argument right now is guns are too easy to get, uh, people don't train enough, and facilities like this are making it where people do train enough. Uh, and people do have good access to training. We get TCU students that come over here all the time. Um, so we, we want to kind of take that leftist argument and we want to pound it. We want to nip it in the bud because we are offering these things to students. And, and I think that a byproduct of that is going to be an incredible amount of discipline that you're going to see in students that want to pursue that. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we had this interview because I wanted to kind of kind of go over those guess misconceptions that the left tend to want to talk about over and over again in the media just in talking about you know in getting firearms or just about training in general and you know everything that we talked about in the past few minutes here is I, I will hope that you know more would find out and just actually learn and educate themselves as far as what, what it means to get a firearm and also learn about places like Defender as far as getting training. So um, I definitely appreciate your time and um, thank, thank you for everything. You are so welcome. Come back anytime. And thank you to Jared for joining us and also in 
we were talking about Empowered. Also, congratulations to Antonio and Empowered because they have achieved to getting the 501c3 um, status. And so now they're getting the ball rolling, and they, that is just you know another step that they have achieved. And just want to say congratulations to them on that. And also just want to um, mention, because I didn't get to it in the interview, but if you want to know more about Defender, you can go on their um, social media, and it's uh, on Twitter. It's at Defender Outdoor. Just spell it out. And um, if you go to their website, there's um, just trying to make sure what it is. And um, it's Defender Outdoors Shooting Center dot com. She also mentioned it in the interview, and just um, Defender Outdoors. And I just want to make sure everyone uh, got that because um. It, it's a great facility. It was nice, and like I said, I was able to get on the range and test out that Saint, and yeah, it was great. And you know, like I said before, I definitely look to go back over there and um to do some more training uh, with them. So that all being said, I appreciate everyone listening in. Um, I will say again, if you want to connect with us on social media. To, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. It is Trend Chat 24 7. And don't know, actually, don't even know about Thursday this week because I guess you could say I'm probably going to be doing some political activism. And talking about that, don't forget about the new book on the Politics. Politics, a clearing your call to political activism, which is available on Amazon and Bar- at Barnes and Noble. So, one of my articles about becoming a delegate at the Republican National Convention it is featured in that book, and we encourage you to um, to pick up a copy. Actually, we might think about do some, doing something as far as some sort of sweepstakes in the next week or so uh, on that. But like I said, on Thursday, I will we'll be doing some um, activism. So uh, so I guess I'll let y'all know then and in the next probably tomorrow. And so, until then, we'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. 
Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens. But you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.